Hello. Hello. Hello, bookworms. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode three of Alec and Emma's Bookworm Bookworm Book Book Club. Club. I'm Alec. And I'm Emma. We're your hosts. And uh, thanks for joining us today. Mm-hmm. So, today we are going to be continuing our storytelling. Of our book journey. Our book journey. And mm-hmm. maybe get into some good conversation. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you guys are here with us, listening, having fun, hopefully. I know some people like to work out while listening to us. That's fun. Mm-hmm. That's, that's cool. Maybe you have a long drive home. Yeah. Or maybe you're trying to go to sleep and yeah. you just need some voice. That's what I did the other day. Honestly, I fell asleep to the, this. To our, us? Yeah, to our first one because I was like, oh, I just want to listen to it. And I fell right asleep. Nice. So hopefully we can bring some comfort into your day today. Yeah. You know, we're not talking about anything crazy. We're just talking about books um, and, and life. Yeah. Books and life mm-hmm. and books in our life. Yeah. And how books affect our life. Mm-hmm. And who yeah. knows? Maybe how books... Will affect your life. Affect your life, too. <laughs> maybe how these books will affect your life. Yeah. Who knows? We'll get crazy. We might get crazy over here. We might. Who knows? Who knows? We don't even know. Um, Can we switch it up and I'll start? Yeah. A little switcheroo. Yeah. We can do that. Because a following theme is my book is very long. <laughs> Book is long. What book is it? Book is long. A Little Life. By? By Hanya. A Little Life by Hanya Yanagunharia. I'm, we're I'm, so sorry, Hanya. I, I know. that I'm not even going to attempt to it, to do it because... A Little Life whatever. by Hanya. Thank yes. you, Hanya. It is, I think, 800-something pages. Wow. I'm on page 302, I believe. So you're... Pretty much. Oh no! Scratching the three twenty-two. Oh okay. Yep. I would so say you're, about... you're you're a little deeper than scratching the surface, but um, yeah, you're not I think quite, I just, quite I... in the crust yet. You know. Yeah, I just updated my Goodreads. If you want to follow us, shout out a uh, Goodreads. Yeah, shout, shout out Goodreads. Um, I just updated. I think I'm forty-one percent done. Okay. So almost halfway. Wow. And, um, but uh, what's it called? Whatever. It, it's it's going pretty slow, okay? Yeah. But it just started to pick up on something. Um, so I thought that I'll talk about it because it's a little bit shorter, and I know that your section of your book is very interesting. Yeah, but and who's to a, say yours isn't? No, I know. But if yours is longer, I'll just get this over with. Well, because, okay. um, Fine by me. So the main character of this book is Jude, and... He is um, struggles with a lot of stuff, but we don't completely know what yet because he kind of hides it from everyone, including like mental illness, mental illness, and he went through a lot in his childhood. So a lot of um, abuse. Yeah, I know that they they talked a little bit about how um, his parents abandoned him and they left him at a church. And the church that took him in was very abusive to him. And so he just struggled a lot and he kind of had to do everything on his own. And when he moved into an apartment with his friends in college, um, they just became very good friends. So this book kind of follows their 
their friendship and the meaning of friendship and importance and struggles and everything that follows that. Okay. And, um, but it mainly is about Jude and, um, Hey Jude, something, something. That's that Beatles song. I'm going to get people mad at me for not knowing it. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Hey Jude, why are you? Sad, maybe. Okay. Why don't you think about that? Continue. Yep. So Rich definitely knows that song. Rich, if you're definitely upset with you. Rich, I'm sorry, Rich. You definitely know the song. All right, continue. (laughs) So, um yeah, so basically he's just struggling with a lot with a lot and his friends kind of get upset with him that they kind of keep this from him because they're like, You know everything about us. Why can't we know this one thing about you right and he also struggles i'm not again i'm not 100 percent sure what it is but i'm sure you can infer by now yeah but it is just like like skin infections and he gets a lot of cuts and like it hurts like his joints and mm-hmm. something he's used a wheelchair at some points and he just he there's a lot going on yes mentally physically his past is bad he has a lot going on and again his friends he has one friend that has always stuck by him even though i know he knows most than his whole group of friends that one friend um so he doesn't get as upset with him for not sharing as much because he understands that it's hard for him but um yeah so i in my in the first episode i talked a little bit about um this too and one main thing that just happened um i think it was in the last section that i read but um he worked for a law firm and one of i believe it was his boss mm-hmm. or someone he worked with okay my apologies for not remembering um he was an older man and jude is in his 30s by now and he jude and this man harold got very close and jude would go there for like all holidays and whatever thanksgiving christmas he was always with them and he they were like family and one day harold and his wife proposed that they adopt him oh wow and even though he is a grown adult so he doesn't need to be adopted but since he doesn't have a family they thought that it would be nice for them and they also had a son that passed away so when they so in a way they're kind of doing each other a favor you know exactly they're fulfilling yeah the, the older people are fulfilling that need of having a, a, a the want of a son in their life and yeah and the loss baby, of a son because they of something that they it was taken away we're gonna have yeah yeah and then maybe um, they can fulfill that parenting position for them, yeah. for him. Even though he doesn't need parenting, but he needs. But if he, he didn't have comfort, any, maybe he would. The parent comfort. Exactly. So um, he agreed to have them adopt him. But since he had gone through so much struggle in his life, from when they asked him to when it became official, he was struggling with like, is this actually going to happen? Because he said that. <clears throat> previously he's been told he was going to be adopted and it, it always fell through so he was even though again he's an adult and 
they weren't lying to him about wanting to adopt him. He was struggling with the fact that people want to help him. Um, yeah. So now I just finished the third section of this book and it's talking about another friend that they had a falling out with. His name is JB and he is now struggling with John B. That's, you know what? Every time I read JB, I, mm-hmm. you know, you always picture someone in your head Picks when you John read, B. I picture John B and I hate <laughs> it because he's described as the complete opposite. <laughs> so it's so hard, but yes, JB. John B. John B. Shout out John B. Shout out John B. Um, <laughs> yeah. So he is struggling with addiction now. So John B. is or Jude? Yes. Uh, JB. Okay. So um, throughout this whole book so far, it's been the main focus is Jude with a little bit of backstory on all of his friends just so you get a gist of who they are. And. Um, this is kind of the first friend that they're really diving into where when they would talk about Jude, obviously with all of his struggles and hardships in life, it's, it's always his friends having to cater to him. There's been times where his legs were in so much pain that he couldn't even take the stairs and he had to call his friends to come over and help him walk up a flight of stairs, like stuff like that, where it's always, he's struggling and his friends are all helping him and this last section of this well the last like section of the section is how jb is now struggling with addiction and he's not as close with all of his friends as he was previously and he's made a new friend but all this friend does is drugs so now that's all he does And it's kind of turning to a point where now Jude is feeling like he's helping his friend. So, again, it just kind of ended this section where JB's struggling with all of his problems now with drugs. And he's finally accepting the fact that he needs help. And right after he woke up, like after i think him and his new friend i think they said they were just doing coke not just doing but they were doing coke and when he became conscious again he heard like a buzzing at his door and it was all of his friends coming to kind of do an intervention but with someone who does drugs withdrawal comes right after and he kind of had like a little freak out and was screaming at his friends and he ended up making fun of Jude and making fun of the way he walked and talked and just being really mean to him and that section ended with JB in the hospital Mm. and because the one friend Willem who was very very close to Jude ended up punching JB for being so mean to him and he ended up rightfully so though yeah And he ended up in the hospital, and when he woke up in the hospital, he looked around, and the only person that was there was Jude. And Jude was laying on the couch. The one person that shouldn't have been there. That shouldn't have been there was there. So this is just my thought 
process because Jude struggles so much. It's like, I really want him to, I think that he's like, even though he knows that what he did was so mean and he shouldn't have been there for him, I think that he's finally feeling like, oh my God, no one has to take care of me. Now it's someone else's turn and he feels like less of a burden on people. And now he is taking this again, even though it was so wrong what he did. He's taking this as now I can help someone instead of someone helping me, which I feel like we've all kind of felt. Yeah, no one wants to feel like a burden. Exactly. And I feel like after someone maybe has felt like that for so long, they'll do really anything to not feel like that. Mm -hmm. So even if it's a situation where they shouldn't help this person, they're going to just so they feel better. And maybe he's just a great person and that's why he's helping out an old friend but this is just my thought process on this is that i think that it's gonna later come out that that's why he was doing it because he feels like such a burden he doesn't want to anymore interesting so yeah i thought it was interesting though that the last like 20 pages that i read was or even more than that like maybe 30 or 40 pages where it was all about jb and his now it's his life so it was really interesting because it's yeah. kind of taking away from the main character right now so but i have like, a question mm-hmm. where do you think the story is going to go now so we had jude's perspective for a while now we're in john b's sorry jb's perspective <laughs> do you think they're going to do it again and switch it maybe to a different perspective and we or where do you think The story can go from here. So I think it could go literally anywhere because I'm not even halfway through. Right. So, and just because I know everyone that's read this expresses how sad it is. And we, 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 we had an, we knew going in, this is going to be a sad book. Yes. But where do you think it's going to head? So the thing with this question is that, I kind of said it in the first episode, how I accidentally spoiled a little bit of my, of it for myself. Oh, right. So when I first... Eager beaver. I, I know. And I did it on accident, too. And I'll explain how. But when I first got this book months ago, I was doing a lot of research on it. And I just want to know what the book is about before I, like, buy it and read it. Um, I mean, not now because I'm buying them books that are 50 cents without even looking at them yeah but um so i was going on tiktok and looking at people reading this book and it was all just people crying and all this and there was one and i didn't see that it said spoilers and it told me a spoiler i hate that i hate it but i don't know when it's coming but it's still gonna make me very upset so i know that you're saying, where do you think it's going to go? But I kind of know where it's going to go. But I don't know how. And that's the exciting part. Exactly. And. So um, you're not, you didn't ruin too much. I didn't ruin too much. It but might, I ruined a big part. Sometimes, especially with movies for me. Let's talk about like Endgame. If you haven't watched Endgame by now. It's been years. You should have. But. <laughs> Like, we all knew Tony Stark was going to die. At least when it came out, I heard right away that Tony Stark was going to die. Okay. 
I know. That's pretty much the whole movie, right? But then I watched the movie, and I'm like, okay, well, I know he's going to die, but what leads into it, I have no clue. So I'm expecting this, but, I'm, but now it's, it's exciting, even though I'm, I know it's going to happen at the end. But it's still exciting because it's like, how do we get here? How do we yeah. get to this point? So I, even though you know what's going to happen or a big part of what's going to happen, I think you're still in for a good ride because you don't know how it's going to get there from where you are now. Yeah, I agree. And I think that when I the first spoiler that I got, I I don't remember and I'm just going to say it now that it was a death, but I don't remember who, which is a good part that I don't remember who because I mm-hmm. still will be a little bit surprised. That's then cool. the second spoiler that just happened not too long ago, I was checking to see how many pages it was. And you know when you're flipping through the pages, you always read a couple words of the first you have to of the first page I think you have to un- my eyes I just, think it's an unspoken rule of reading is. my eyes just travel there and I read it and of course it's like the a most. couple times <laughs> a couple pages before I reach the last page and all I need to read is the number in the corner and I read the first couple words and I'm sorry that I'm about to spoil something should you well again I don't know who they're talking about okay and it says spoiler alert spoiler alert but also i don't know who it's about because again the perspective changes every once in a while they talk about jude and they refer to him as like when they say he they just assume that you know they're talking about jude but now that they're talking about jb they also say he and assume that you know who they're talking about so it could be anyone mm-hmm. and it said um it was like on the 2 year anniversary of your death and i'm like Bruh. Major L moment. <laughs> I, I just did that to myself. L. All because I couldn't have just Googled how many pages it was. Or just not have read it. Or just flip to the very last page and cover your eyes. That's what I was trying to do. But also, it made me think of um, my friend Hannah. Hi, Hannah, if you're watching. What's up, um, How are we doing? She posted a TikTok a while ago, and I don't know why I remember this. And it was her... and. Uh, she was talking about how before she reads the book, like she always reads like the last page and she's like, I can't stop. Like, it's like, just like a bad habit of mine. Like I just have to read the last page before, Yeah, which I think is funny. Cause like, it's like what I'm trying to avoid doing, but it's like, I did it on accident and now it kind of ruined it. But yeah, but that's where I am in, the, in this book. And I'm really, en- I am enjoying it even though it's going slow. Um, because again, I'm excited to see where it goes, even if it makes me cry. Because I've been very excited to read this book. Right. So, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Want me to uh, continue yeah. to my, my part? Yeah. That's all I got to right, say for right now. Okay. So. so, we're continuing with my book, All That Man Is, by David Zillay. Much better this time. Mm-hmm. Let's hope that that's how you pronounce it. I think so. So, All That Man Is. If you don't know it by now. It's about, it's about a book that takes place in perspective of nine different men. Each man is in a different point of his life. And, and yeah, uh, we're on to the seventh story. And also, sorry to interrupt, yeah. all of the, the theme has been revolved around sex. Around sex. In this book. Each story so far takes place around a different man in a different point of his life and how sex pretty much affects it 
Um, so yeah, so we're on to the seventh story. This one, by far, is one of the most interesting stories of all seven. I'm so, excited. This is my. This is the only story that I don't know. Yeah, I haven't filled you in in anything. Yeah, well, this and the last story, but this one. This one's more exciting. Yes, yeah, so last excited. one is pretty this deep. Is, you're gonna get my raw reaction. <laughs> okay, I'll just jump right in. Mm-hmm. Go for it. So there's a man named Murray. He's in his fifties. They don't say exactly what, but he's we know he's in his fifties. He lives in Croatia, but he's initially from London, and he went there to get away from everything. He's not close with his family. Uh, he he's not close with his friends there anymore. He just like I I need to get away. So he moves to Croatia. In Croatia, he has one friend, one solid friend. His name is Hans Peter. Hans Peter, his only friend. They live in a, in a flat together, which I have learned is just an apartment. Mm-hmm. You know, they've used the word flat, not flat, flat, for throughout the whole book. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and I just figured it meant house or apartment, but I had to Google it just to make sure. So flat is the British version of apartments so they don't live the more they sli- you know the more you know they live in the same flat um not in the same house but in the same building and in the in the apartments um is a bar that they frequently meet up at go to whatever just hang that's their hangout spot the bar um in the bar there's a bartender as there typically should be and she's in her twenties uh, or so, his friend uh, Hans Peter is also the same age, around the same age. Mm-hmm. Um, I call him HP. Okay. So him and HP are the, um, are the same, around the same age, in the fifties, late forties, and this bartender's in her twenties. And Murray, he has sort of a crush on her, you know, not in a way like he wants to get with her, but like. Because they describe her as kind of fat and kind of attractive, but not ugly, but a little on the heavier side. And I don't know, he, he has some form of uh, liking towards her. But then it turns out that HP, Hans Peter, winds up hooking up with her and they start actually like going out, start dating. Hmm. And he seems pretty flabbergasted by this. He gets pretty jealous. He goes, what? Him? Like him like not me he has this kind of he puts himself on this pedestal kind of like he's kind of better than him um and he's kind of he's, he's jealous that that she thought oh he thought the whole time that maybe they had a thing going but it there was never a thing between them it was hmm. really a thing between hans peter and, and her kind of like the first story similar yeah so that's just a small key part in the story, but it's worth mentioning. Um, so again, he thinks he's better looking than Hans, and he thinks he's just a better person. So he's kind of confused. So again, but he's only—it's his only friend, so he can't really be mad, whatever. So the next day, or next few days, come come go along, and Hans, um, Hans Peter, he's going to the, the movie to see Iron Man three, okay. with. The bartender, whose name is Maria. Okay. So Maria, and she's in her 20s, right? Yeah. Okay. But they're dating. And so Hans and Maria go to the movies. 
and Murray kind of invites himself to it. It's kind of an awkward situation. He like Hans can't really tell him no because again, it's his only friend. He feels bad. He's got no one else. So it's like, yeah, I guess you can tag along, right? And they go to the theater. It was kind of awkward. Uh, and I don't know. It just it it wasn't good. Like Maria doesn't really like him. He she kind of like kind of. Like he he like she can go without him, mm-hmm. you know. Whatever. So the next day happens, and Murray winds up going to a club, even though he's fifty. He feels like he again he feels he's young at heart, you mm-hmm. know. He goes to the club and he runs into a woman about the same age as him, right? As they describe, and things are getting flirty. They're dancing with each other. She's touching on his leg and stuff, and okay. and he's like, "Why don't you come back to my apartment or come, my flat?" My flop. My flop. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, let's, let me do that. She's like, I'll be right back. And she, and he, like, so he's confused, but he's, like, still dancing or whatever. And she walks over to these two group, to these two other guys, two pretty buff guys. And he sees this, and he kind of gets sketched out. So he kind of gets nervous, and he starts leaving, but she catches up to him and grabs him in his arms. Like, oh, I thought we are going back to your place. And he goes, oh, no, I'm like, I, I don't want to do this anymore, like. No, and she keeps like forcing it, like, oh, come on, let's go. And, she, and he's like, no, no, like, get off me. Kind of like shoves her. So he's leaving, and he, he he's still, he's pretty hammered at this point, right? He's still drunk, but he knows, like, he's in trouble. He's kind of in trouble. And he hears footsteps behind him, and the two dudes that she oh, talked God. to catch up to him and jump him. Oh, they beat him up. My they, God. they bust his face then, you know, they steal his money. And so it was all all set up pretty much. So the woman had no intention to hook up with him. They wanted she wanted to expose him so they can steal from him. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's messed really up. Sad. It's very sad. And so he he get he he hides in his apartment for the next few days because he's embarrassed. He's bruised up. No, he doesn't want anyone to see him. Right, he's in his fifties. He just got jumped. Right, he, he doesn't want anyone to see him. Later on, he runs back into Hans at the bar, um, and they're talking, and and they feel bad for him because they want him to be happy. They want him to meet people, you know, because he's in his fifties; he's got no one. And, yeah. And now Hans and Maria are are dating, so they're kind of helping him out now. So Maria suggests, even though she's not quite fond of Mary, she's kind of doing him a favor. She's like, "Why don't you um, why don't you take my mom out on a date?" My mom, she's, you know, she's around your age. She's. Okay, so HP. Hans Peter. Is younger. Not much younger. Only a couple years younger than. Then how is his mom? I'm talking about Maria's mom. Oh, okay. My apologies. (laughs) Yeah, so Hans Peter and Maria dating. Yes. Hans Peter and Murray, the main character, are around the same age. Same age. Okay, got it. So Maria offered. Gave him an opportunity to take his mom out on a date. He's kind of skeptical about it because I don't know, maybe. But then he winds up taking it. He goes, okay. So they, they, he winds up saying yes and meets her at, at a restaurant. And at first he's like not feeling it. He doesn't really find her attractive. There's nothing really going on, right? There's no spark. But, you know, as liquor sometimes does, hmm. as he keeps drinking, he finds her more attractive. You know, and he goes, all right, maybe we'll just see what happens. So 
he tries being flirtatious. She grabs, he grabs her hand you know, at the at the table, like like just puts it on her hand, see mm-hmm. what happens. And she pulled it away. I was like, okay, no big deal. Like, we'll try again later, maybe see what happens. And so they're leaving the bar, uh, the restaurant at this time. And again, he tries to make a move. He grabs her on hand and he like leans in for a kiss. And she screams. Oh my god! She pulls away from him and she starts screaming. And next thing you know, he's getting tackled by two random guys. Oh, my God. He gets tackled by random guys. And then the police come and arrest him. And he spends the night in jail. Oh, my God. Yeah. So this guy has the... He cannot catch a break. He can't catch a break. And it it keeps going. But we'll see. So he spends the night in jail. And he meets the... He gets out of jail the next day. She's not pressing charges. She, you know, it's just... The whole situation though it's just like what the heck like all they tried to do is have a good night yeah and, and i got i just got arrested poor man just wants a date and he's got arrested after being jumped already being jumped a couple of days prior now is arrest well donna got tackled by two guys and arrested oh god so it's not looking great so he meets the, up with hans peter the next day um at a Chinese restaurant that they go to frequently, mm-hmm. you know, just one of those restaurants they go to, and he hear he hears about the situation through Maria, obviously because the mom her mom tells her and he she tells him, so he knows most of the details. But they're talking about it, and he's like, "Yeah, it's just fucked up, you know, the whole situation. It's so it's screwed, and it's it's just messed up." And and as they're eating, um. He he's eating and they're talking about the story. He bites on something hard, and he's like, "All right, whatever." And he spits it out, and they're like, "What the heck is that?" And it was like something metal, right? God. This is in the food, in the food. Okay. It's something metal, and they're looking at it. And Hans is like, "Dude, that looks like something as like a tracker or something." Shut up. As a tracker that they put in dogs, right? And he goes, what? Oh, God. And he goes, what? I'm, what am I eating? And he starts freaking out. He's like, am I eating a dog? Oh, my God. He starts freaking out. He's like crying. He's, he's freaking out in this restaurant. And the lady's trying to calm him down. Like, try, He's looking at Hans Peter like, calm your friend down. Like, Don't make a scene Don't out of this. Don't expose us. Don't expose us. He's eating dog. Oh, and he ate, accidentally God. ate the tracker of a dog. <laughs> so... He, he's freaking out. He's like, "Oh my! This guy can't catch a break." He gets yeah, jumped. No. His money stolen. He gets sent in jail for for attempting to make a move, and now he's eating dog, and a tracker, and a tra- a dog tracker, and he's eating a, <laughs> he's eating dog meat. Oh my god! So this just sends him over the edge, and yeah, he needs to he, like he move goes away. he goes into a, a into a big depression. Yeah, I so would for too. weeks, for weeks, he doesn't really leave his apartment. Oh. He's he's in a funk, like he's really depressed. And after a couple of weeks of just doing nothing, pretty much, he meets up with with Hans and another friend of Hans at a, at the bar. And as they're talking, they suggest to to Han, uh, to Murray that he might be cursed. It might oh be cursed. And I was going to b- say before, someone has like his voodoo doll. Yeah. And is like That's what preying it seems on like, his right? downfall. Yeah. So, <clears throat> sorry. So, 
they said, dude, you might be cursed. He goes, what? What are you talking about? Like, are you joking with me? Like, no, that's like not a thing. And Hans Peter, his friend, um, forget what his name is, but he's like, dude, you should see this woman in town. Um, her, she's a powerful woman. They described her as, you know, and he's like, I was, I saw her a couple years ago and I, I was cursed and I saw her. And is this like a frequent, like people were just, I cursed? don't know, but he, <laughs> he claimed that he was cursed and he saw this woman and everything was fine afterwards. And he's like, guys, what are you saying? Like, no way. Right. Like, this is a joke. Like, I'm not doing that. So that the day continues and whatever. Um, so he winds up meeting up. Uh, so a couple of days pass, right? And he's still not experiencing good luck with anything. Mm-hmm. A business idea that he had fell through because someone's like his business partner. He thought stole his money and then moved to Germany. Oh my god! So he just he's he's shit out of luck. He really is. He's got he's got no luck anywhere. Um. And he winds up meeting with Hans again at the bar, but this time he's with an, a group of friends that he has no clue who's who they are. But Hans finally made other friends, and it's this group of guy group of people, and they all exclude Murray pretty much. Mm. So Murray's like, you know what? I'm getting out of here. Like I'm none of you guys are talking to me. Like I'm not having a good time. Like I'm getting out of here. Mm-hmm. So he's walking through the streets, and he's just like, you know what? Screw it. Why don't I just go see this woman? What do I have to lose? You know, besides it's like 50 bucks, you know, like who cares? Like, mm-hmm. Let's just go. So he winds up going to the sketchy part of town and in some sketchy apartment. And in the apartment is the is a lady who's the powerful lady, the psychic maybe. And. And she she's an older lady. She can barely walk. She's smoking a cigarette the whole time. You know, the whole place is kind of raggedy. And she doesn't speak a link of English, which... And because he speaks no Croatian. So he moved to Croatia and can't speak it. Right? Okay. So he doesn't understand it. So, But she speaks no English. But the she, her daughter's there. And her daughter is described as disabled. Um, kind of sounds like she has... Uh, What's that disease? Um, kind of impairs your mobility. Whatever, whatever it is, it's um, she's described to have be really like disabled. Okay. But she can speak English, so she translates the whole time. Um. So he again, he he's super nervous. He's super skeptical of this whole thing, and but he's like, again, screw. What do I have to lose? And he gets there, and she does her ritual. She holds his hand. She stares him in the eyes really uncomfortably. She squeezes his head and slaps him in the face a couple oh times. <laughs> so, and the whole time he's like freaking out. He's like, what the heck is going on? He's so uncomfortable. Doesn't understand a thing she's saying. The daughter is speaking half English to him. He's just like, what the heck? Where am I? And then she also does like one of those card readings. What are those called? Like a tarot cards. Is that what it's called? Something like that. I think tarot. 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 You know, those cards. Yes. That's supposedly. And 
he picks three cards, one for past, present, and future. Um, the past was said to be a guy hugging his coins, whatever that's supposed to mean. The present was a shattered tower. I'd say that's pretty fitting. Pretty fitting, right? And then the future was an old man um, alone with a lamp. Oh. So he goes, man, what? I don't know what any of this means. I'm getting out of here. And like, he's still, he leaves su- still super confused and, and thinking that the lady's a fraud. Right. So then the next day or the following couple days, um, Hans, Peter and Maria feeling bad for him offered to go to the beach with him. Right. But you know, in Croatia, it's not like right down the road. So they travel like two and a half hours to this beach and the whole time, it's kind of it's kind of weird. He's third wheeling still, but they again they feel bad, so they bring him along just to keep him around. And this is where the story ends. This, this so they're at the beach, and he's just it's not like a sandy beach. It's more of like a water on a next to like a cliff face maybe. And you know the story ends with him on the on the edge of the rail, um, the wind blowing in his face, the sun. You know, the sun peeking through the clouds. Um, and um, he's just looking out in the water. And it literally just ends with him saying, I fucked a lot of it. So pretty much the British version of, ah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> like, screw this. Yeah. So this one was a little sad, the story. Yeah. And, and it, it's and very... It, it doesn't have a very happy ending. And it's also not going with the theme, which I find interesting. It kind of, I would say it does. The whole time, this guy's trying to get laid. Okay. He's trying to. I I would say this whole thing represents a middle life crisis, midlife crisis. Yeah. You know, mid 50s. He's in his 50s. And things are just not going well for him. He's trying to meet people. They take advantage of him. They get him arrested. They steal his money. It's just hmm. nothing's good. He, he's got no friends. His family doesn't talk to him. He's going through a midlife crisis, you know? Yeah. And I don't think the main thing... I, I, I think with the theme of this one, it does involve sex and, and, and the ideas of it, you know, and the pursuit of it. Mm-hmm. But again, not the actual action of it, you know, as to previous uh, stories in the book. So I think his pursuit of getting with people got him in these situations per mm-hmm. se, you know? Right. So I, I think it would relate back to the Yeah. Film. But a lot more goes on. And I thought this one was super interesting. This one I flew right by because I, I, I was glued to the book. It was just, it stood out from the other ones. Yeah. You know, it, it, a lot happened. A lot happened and a lot of bad things happened to this guy and you can just feel bad for him. But it, it was kind of funny the way it kind of ended is him just saying, oh, screw it. Yeah. You know, fuck it. Like, I'll just. It is what it is, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And, um. Yeah. That was that one. It was very interesting. Yeah. I got two more stories in the book. I'm excited to see how yeah. those two end. And we'll talk about that on the next episode, probably. Yeah. And then soon we'll. Um, you'll have a new book. Soon I'll have a new book, yeah. right? That we got at the um, at the bookstore. Yeah. So yeah, 
Interesting. Yeah. It was an interesting book. I was I was eager to tell it. Yeah. I was excited to tell you this story. I took a lot of notes this yeah. time for this one. I need to start doing that because it, it definitely helped here me. with you, I'm like, wow, I'm unprepared and I feel not well spoken. Well, no, you were. It's just this helps me organize my ideas and yeah, my make sure I cover cover the, the main points I want to cover. Yeah. You know? And then look at that. I just delete them all. Oh, wow. <laughs> no more notes of it. But, um, yeah. I enjoy, I'm, I'm enjoying this book so far. Good. And I'm kind of sad that it's coming to an end. Aww. But I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes. Unlike yeah. a normal book, I feel like, because these are short stories, you can't get too attached to these characters. Yeah. Right? That's the thing. And that's one thing I like but also don't like, that I don't have to commit so hard to this, the characters and the story because I know it's going to change in a couple chapters. Yeah. And it also is, like, easier to, like, grab your attention. Like, mm-hmm. because, like, mine is literally the opposite of your book where it's, it is different sections, but it's all, each section involves the same people. Yeah. And, like, I have so much added detail where it's, like, it gets very hard to pay attention. Right. And mine's kind of the opposite where it doesn't have too much room to paint too much of a picture for you. It gives you the main point. It gives you the main point and you kind of hit the fill in what you want to fill in. Yeah. Which I like, but also I wish I had that guidance. But, you know, I'm glad I started off with this book because if I started with your book. You would I, never start with this I book. Would nev- I would never <laughs> – get into reading yeah this has been but a good I, and introduction I think that's, yeah i was just gonna say i think that's a great way to jump back into reading is reading short stories shorter stories yes yeah. but um but yeah uh it's it's this book has been really great i really uh recommend it or suggest good. it and um yeah we'll see if that recommendation stays uh after you finish it after i finish it yeah the next maybe the next episode i'll I'll talk about the next two the last two stories and then um and i'll still be talking about this book but i think i'm gonna um also bring in a previous book that i've read okay maybe to talk about that too yeah so i have more to talk about more to talk about fine by me yeah i'm sure they won't mind either yeah and i'll give it's the whole point of the show recommendations yeah very nice. Mm-hmm. For you guys listening that know us in person, feel free to give us recommendations. Feel yeah. free to give us constructive criticism. That's always welcome. Yeah, and I think um, I think on Spotify, I believe so, because when I go on it, I can see this. If you scroll down uh, to the bottom. It says questions. Yes, right? it says if you would like to ask a question or something like that. So if you want to use that feature, um, I'm just excited to see. If in a how it works yeah. so if you want to ask a question or if you know us personally you can shoot us a text yeah whatever yeah. i don't know how far wide um this podcast is going to reach but whoever does i hope you enjoyed yeah but share it with your friends yeah maybe they'll you know this is kind of just for us to have fun yeah and whoever listens listens but it would be cool to see if we can get some whatever following yeah totally yeah yeah I and again I've... don't forget to Go on Goodreads too. Go, go on Goodreads. Um, um, thank you, Bela, for showing me that. She's the one that sent me that 
link and then I sent it to Alec and we sent it to I've other sent friends. it to other people too. Yeah, so totally um, follow us on Goodreads. You can see what we're up to. We can see what we're reading, where we're at yeah. in our books. And we can do see the same for you. And we can see what we recommend or want to read in the future. And it's just a good way to keep in touch through yeah. books. And we said, I don't know if we said it last episode or this episode. What? How it's it's just a good app to uplift your friends. It's a very positive yeah. app. It's like wor- like those workout apps, but for books, you know? Yeah. I like it. Me too. It makes it more it makes it a more interactive thing. Yeah. Which I like. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's a good spot to end it on. Yeah. A little shorter of an episode today, which is totally fine. Yeah, even though this is longer than the last one. Is it really? It is, yeah. Never mind then. <laughs> um Fun fact episode two and three were filmed about five minutes apart from five each other. Five minutes apart. Because so. we're just enjoying this so much. Yeah, we are. We're in uh, my basement now. Moved mm-hmm. from my my room to my basement. Yeah, we we're some... just going to find a cozy spot every yeah, episode. I, th- I think we found a cozy spot. Yeah, I love that right here. But the next episodes might be filmed up at school. Yeah. But who knows? But we have plenty we, we, of cozy we, spots up We up have plenty of cozy spots up there. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, so thanks for listening. Thanks for listening if you made it this far. Yeah. We appreciate you. We do. And we'll see you in the next yeah, one. We'll see you next time. Goodbye, my bookworms. Goodbye, little bookworms. <laughs>